My views and thoughts of my parents have expanded as I've grown. I realized that in the words of my little guy, they're pretty great. I also came to realize that the normal they provided was not as common of an experience as I might expect. Now that I have a child of my own, I wonder how did they do it all? I realize they have a ton of wisdom to share and I'm immensely blessed to have the dynamic duo that is my parents. With my dad, we're able to talk the research and you've heard from him. I'm excited that for a series of upcoming episodes, we're going to chat with my mom. With my mom, I see the best practices effortlessly in action. A different feel, but the same focus for the next several episodes. We want to give you practical and applicable ways to help the little ones in your life grow and succeed. I could think of no one better to visit with than my mom. Servant, supporter, and survivor. Wife, mother, nana, and friend. A queen of cost savings, a master of teachable moments, and master of memory making. Join me as I continue to soak up and benefit from her wealth of wisdom and knowledge. Join me as I visit with my mom, Annie Mercer. It's still summer, but it's the perfect time to start thinking through the return to school. What are things around the house that are good things to take care of during these summer months? One thing that I think is a good thing to do is cleaning out and preparing for the new school year, cleaning out the clothes that you wore last year, sizing everything up to see what fits and what's still usable, if it's got tears or if it's worn, and then we dispose of those. That includes your winter jackets, your hats, gloves, shoes, coats, as well as your outfit. Check and see what school supplies you have, organize them, do that before you go and start purchasing more. Look for clothes purchase. If you see them on sale, then you go ahead and purchase them because you've already cleaned out the, the drawer and you know what you're looking for and what you need. So lots to do during these summer months. So you want to take advantage of starting early. Now I'm going to start with something a little bit that you didn't directly address, but I think is very important. And based on the age of your child, there will be differing types and amounts of work that come home. Now my guy's at the age where every paper that comes home I think is a masterpiece. I know in reality every day that the quality of his work increases, so I need to let some of these things go. I also want to be able to look back and see some improvement. So I have to go through some paperwork and different things to decide what to keep and what to get rid of. How would you recommend we decide what work to keep? I am probably not the right one to answer that question because I still have boxes of stuff that I need y'all to go through that I thought was important and I've kept and I have gone through several mini boxes and sized it down. I think I'm down to one box per child now. But everything that's in there I think is important. But it's gonna be your box to decide what's important now. Like I kept all of your first all of your book cards. Wow. All your awards that you got. I have a, a book, a notebook full of awards and ribbons and things that you got. And I, those things are very important, I think. Even if it's just the pictures that we took of y'all. And even now, let little guy see some pictures of you when you were his age. And see pictures of you when you were in the band. And those kind of things, I think, are good things to just pass on. And you can take them and compare them to their, their little activities. and give them something to smile about as well as you go, oh, I remember. 
<laughs> just keeping them in the memories. Well, well, that might explain why I have a, such a hard time doing that. But I think one thing you mentioned that would be a great piece of advice is to have one certain or maybe two certain locations. You mentioned a, a binder or something for awards and pictures and then maybe a box of papers, but keeping them in a certain place so they're not all over the house when you want to go back and look at things, but also to keep things contained might be a good idea this time of year to gather maybe papers or awards to one central location. Well, and also with, uh, compared to when you guys were little, digital media and all that good stuff now you can mm. take pictures of it and feel good about posting it have that scanned copy digital copies of it yeah and that takes up very little space that is a good Whatever space your phone takes up all right so take lots of pictures of activities and things that they've done and then you don't have to hold on to all the paper well, let's transition to another part of cleaning out when it comes to our little ones. For the youngest ones, I know they grow so quickly and cleaning out steps happen a lot more frequently throughout the year. But what do you look for? And you already gave us a good list, but will you revisit that list a little bit about what do we look for when we're going through the closet and the drawers to figure out what to keep and what to get rid of? Items that have holes on them, that can be soft with holes on them, or that they have some witch matches, you go ahead and toss them and don't hold on to it thinking you might find the other one later. And then you size up all of your pants. If he's outgrown those pants and they're high water, you want to get pass them on if they're good, or toss them if they're not. Same with their little shirts. And my belief is that every year you should start out with new underwear and under uh, shirts and socks. That's just how. I give what I give to y'all, and it's just that was a no non-negotiable. You got got new new underwear and the clothes, so and then you check out their jackets and their hats and their gloves and their shoes and make sure everything is presentable because you they go to school representing you, so you always want your child to represent you well. And you gave us several of these, but regardless of whether your kid needs to wear uniform, standardized dress, or they have more of a free dress setting. There are some staples everyone should have. So we listed those staples, those underclothes, shirts, pants, jackets, socks. Anything else you think we need to add to the list as far as staples to keep in the closet? Yeah, a clean, you know, get their little spirals and get new notebooks if you need to. But everything should be clean. You should start out clean. So you, you went into school supplies, and I know it's about the time pretty soon you're going to be seeing the advertisements, or you might already be seeing them about school supply sales. You mentioned several items. Anything else that comes to mind when, even if it's not necessarily a grade or an age where they already have a school supply list, what are things you would always say, ooh, it's on sale now, let me get a stock for the house of? craft sticks, your glue sticks, your, uh, again, the pencils and map colors, cardstock paper, because when project time comes, there's most of those things you want already have in the house that you don't have to go running out to a shop when they come home and say, I have, I need a binder, I need this. The binders, the spirals, those kind of things you want to have already there. I'm thinking especially of the older ones, the, the folders, those things like that, maybe even sheet protectors. And then the younger ones, the crayons, you can never have too many of those, it feels like. 
Well, growing up, we mostly brought lunch from home. So let's talk about preparing for the school year in terms of lunches and lunch boxes and what are things that someone needs to have on hand if their child is going to bring lunch from home. Number one staple is your Ziploc bags. And your Ziploc bags will come in the sandwich size, you want the snack size, you want the gallon bag because there's supplies and things that the school may call for that you would just, that's, what, that's how you would send it. You put them in the Ziploc bag. Those are your, your best friends. Make a lunch. You gotta fill out the sandwich bags. You gotta have your napkins. You got your ice packs already frozen in the freezer. You got your, when you do your sandwiches, you have to meet. You gotta make sure it's near the, when that sandwich is near the ice pack so that it stays cold while the kids in school. You got your fruit, your veggies, your meat, peanut butter, your chips, your cookies, and your crackers. And one of the things that I would do for you guys is, Make sure you put yourself a cone before I put it in there. So that means I put it in the freezer, the refrigerator before you went to bed at night. So the lunch box, the ice packs, I know even a, a water bottle is something that is one something good to have that sometimes kids can even carry around with them during the day. So that's a good thing to have. You listed a lot of things already that I guess would be on a reoccurring grocery list, so to speak. Was that something that weekly you'd restock, or how did you have that kind of reoccurring grocery items, or did it change drastically from week to week? My list did not change that much because I, I gave the bulk shopping from Sam's. Uh, the Ziploc bags, I would buy the big package of them. So I, I had them plenty for a long time because it was not just food that I used it for, I used it for around the house as well. So some of those things, like your fruit cups and all that, you can get at Sam's and you might get 24 or 48 in a pack. So that'll stop you for a while. Your carrots, you might get a big bag of those and that'll last you for a while. And for your other fruits, the vegetables, some of them you have to go in a week. If it's bananas or soft fruits, you go in a week and get those. But the chips, the cookies and crackers, stop. When and how did you prep the, the lunch boxes, the meal and the food that would be sent from day to day. When you guys were getting your bath and everything, as everybody was getting ready for the next day, I'd make sure I had the lunch boxes set out, the napkins, the spoons, any non-perishables I could already put in there. And then when you get up in the morning, you guys are eating breakfast, I could add your sandwich, your ice pack, whatever cold items that you put in there, or hot eggs, or whatever it was. If it was, a, if it was a soup or something like that, that would be in a separate little thermos. Now, how'd you how'd you come up with all these things? I know there's some staple items you would get, some different categories of things like fruits, this little snacky treat, and vegetables. How did you come up with what items would go in the lunch boxes? A fruit roll up. No, we don't have any, but we can put it on the list. Okay. There would be things that you guys would, would request, and I would put it on the list and make sure I got it. 
if it was something that I thought was good. And the rest of it was just things that we took to school as when I was a kid. Well, there is so much and it's good to start early when you think about how many things you want to think through and prepare for. One last kind of category of things that I think is very helpful to prepare for now as you're getting into the school year is thinking about additional care and transportation arrangements. What are some of those things that parents should plan for that might come up in an unexpected or sudden manner, but they should already have a backup plan in mind for? One of the things for sure is when you have kids in school and you get up in the morning, unexpected flat tire. Oh no, you gotta be here by eight. Get to know your neighbors and your friends or somebody that you can call and say, hey, can you give them a ride? Or somebody may call me and say, can give my child a ride? You prepare by leaving enough time, leaving your house with enough time to not just get there on time, but a little bit of extra time so you can breathe when you get there. Because if you have that extra time built in, you don't have to say, oh no, they're going to be late. No, I got extra 20 minutes here, so let me see if so-and-so will come by and get y'all. So I think that's a, uh, the key thing is to, it's time. You got to time yourself. So again, thinking about a word we've used before, but intentionality in your preparation can be huge. I know we don't want those things to happen, but just having an in mind and having had a conversation to say, hey, I know we live close to each other. If something ever happens, would it be okay if I plan to call upon you? Or I know you're done with work for the day, or you're be, you'll be picking up your child from the same school. If I get caught in traffic, can I plan to tell my child that you might pick them up in an emergency situation? All of those things, having thought through now, could be helpful come a few months down the road. Right, and you extend that same favor to that person and say, and it shouldn't you ever get caught out unexpectedly? Please feel free to call me so that act of kindness will go both ways. Well, there was a lot packed in here for us to think about, us to maybe even go shopping for or go through the house. So this might be one of those you you rewind and repeat as you do different sections of the house, whether you're starting in the kids' room or and moving throughout the house to the kitchen and even making shopping lists. Please know that there's a lot packed in this episode that might save you some trouble in the coming months. Again, we've touched on a lot of practical and applicable things, but we'll do three more as we close out our time together today. What is an easy snack that a parent can prepare to have in the car for pickup time? You haven't had time to go home and pick up anything fresh or go through a drive through What's something that you can keep in the car that will, is a non-perishable thing? Once again, there's a Ziploc bag or that lunch bag that's a thermal type bag that you keep crackers, chips, maybe some little cookies, but always some water. And maybe even a juice, you know, you can do a juice box or whatever, but you always want to keep them hydrated with water. What's, what's a reminder that you can give us as caregivers that we need to start planning early? Why should we start planning now? We're still in the middle of the summer months. What's a good reminder about thinking about these things now? Picking them up now, you can check if you can get them when they're on sale. You can get them when they're plentiful because the closer you get to the school year, the school will start to run out. Scrambling around going to different places trying to find what you need, wherein you could easily do what most people do now. You can shop online and get the exact thing you need and already have the kids try it on and see what needs to be altered or if it fits right, if it don't fit right, to send it back and wait for another set of things to come. Great 
reminder, <laughs> we don't want the stores to run out and we want to not be as stressed as it gets closer to time. Right along those lines, a fun activity for the adult as you're thinking about preparing for the fall, keep an eye out on those back to school sales. You'll start seeing and hearing about them and when you notice them, that can also be a good reminder, ooh, let me start preparing for the fall. Any closing thoughts? If you're, if, when you're going through your things, you may have Jimmy that's five, and Mary may have John that's four. If Jimmy's genes look really good, and he has outgrown them, it would be a good act of kindness to go ahead and say, hey, would you like these for Jimmy mm -hmm. or for John? And pass on some things that are really nice that would say, that mother wanted money on purchases that she didn't have to make because you were able to pass down whether they be new or barely used but not anything with holes or painting or anything like that but things that were very usable. A great reminder, great opportunity and example to set for our children as well of how we can be a blessing to others and reach out and again save somebody else some some money and resources as well. You see Love a family that's somebody lost a job, or somebody somebody's been sick in the family, and you think I'm ordering him his uniform. Why don't I find out what size this one wear, and I order extra uniform for him? You know, just to be able to to help somebody else. Some if you're in that position where you can help somebody else. Something simple for you could be a huge, huge help to someone who's experiencing some more challenging situations than you might be at the moment. Correct. Well, join us next time for more information and brain building blocks as we prepare for the fall. Please follow or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Stay connected with Let's Build Their Brain via Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Let's Build Their Brain Pod and on Twitter at Build Their Brain. Thank you for checking back with us each Monday for a new episode. We hope you leave each podcast with practical and applicable suggestions to aid your endeavor of building the brains of the ones you love. Until next time, let's build their brain. Mm -hmm.